This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm holding my eyes open with my fingers. Why? It's so sleepy in my eyes. So that's how you're doing it? Yes. It hurts. It's cold. It's wet. It's anyway. I'm so tired. I don't know. Last night was one of those things where I rolled over 150 times. No sleep. Like, maybe one minute worth of sleep, but that's it. It's a lot. Yeah. Because it's a Tuesday? I don't know. It is Tuesday as well. That's important. Um, how was driving here being so tired? Awful. Yeah. I wanted to take a nap. <laughs> While driving? Yes. I took a nap in the elevator from my floor all the way down to the lobby. That was a nice, like, 12-second nap. You oh. can do that, but they've got to be micro naps. Like, you can only sleep for, like, half a second. I think that's all that I got, for real. You know, I've got to shut my brain off. It's always a problem. Yeah. It, I didn't sleep very well either. You had to move all weekend. Mm-hmm. How was that? Awful. Moving is the worst. Like, the absolute worst. Nothing is worse. And we are such bad friends because we don't know the answer to that because we didn't help. Well, she didn't ask us to. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> also, did? real friends don't have to be asked. Yeah, but you're moving and packing all your stuff that's private. I don't want to get into that stuff for you. So My friend saw my... We pulled apart the dresser so it was easier and lighter to move and yep. then put them back in, you know? Makes sense. Uh, that's where I keep my bras and my undies. Okay, you didn't pack those? No, they're already in the drawers. Why would I pack those? Because you're taking out the drawers so to make it lighter. AZ didn't pack his either. His were still in there. So His bras and underwear. <laughs> You know, I never thought that I would be similar to a drug addict getting ready to go into rehab, but that's what's going on right now. What do you mean? I start my new life at noon. Oh. It's, what? It's doing something very similar to what Stacy was doing, you know, learning about the right food to eat. You're going on a Vega bondage? Mm-hmm. Which is going to involve vegetables. Gross. I'm going to be the best vegetable eater there ever was. But... That starts at noon today when I'm my first meeting with Slim for Life. <laughs> do, you, do you have a favorite vegetable? <laughs> Candy corn. E. I don't think that counts. I know, Stace. You did this. Is this as hard as it? Because they they were saying that this the first like three days when you stop eating the food that is basically a drug like sugar and stuff you look and feel like you're going through heroin withdrawals your brain cannot think as clearly as possible and you turn into a super bitch uh all are accurate oh damn um i'm sorry you guys can i already apologize no, you're going to have to do it about every five minutes, I think. I don't know if that's going to happen. You haven't seen me away from York peppermint patties. I have a York peppermint patty at my house that I won't see before noon. Oh, no. <laughs> that means I can't eat it. You can't sneak it in when you're done? No. Like That can be your last hurrah? No, no because it it, uh, it it completely destroys what progress you've made. Right. The one hour of progress? <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. 
You got to start shut somewhere. Shut up, tall, thin guy. This is really unfair. Yeah, shut up, pocket candy. <laughs> yeah, this is unfair. I don't know. Hopefully your teeth fall out or something like that. Is <gasps> They already have. They have? A few of them. Oh, okay. I've had like four teeth removed in the past two years. Okay, all right. Tom's so, starting to feel a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep my York peppermint patties, but uh, yeah, I'm apologizing in advance, guys. I'm sorry. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what this show is going to sound like two more days in two more days. Oh. With your bitchiness? You, and I'm PMSing, too. So oh, I'm God. Sorry. I'm really sorry. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holiday. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. On this day, 100 years ago, in Kansas City history. So there have been 33 days between Prohibition starting and this day 100 years ago in Kansas City. And people locally are getting pretty desperate for their booze. This is the first time I've seen something like this on the front page of the Kansas City Kansan so far. So I've got an update for you about how crazy people are getting only being 33 days sober as a country 100 years ago here in Kansas City. But that is coming up first. Chris, tell us about this movie in 2018. Yeah, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri wins Best Film at the British Academy Film Awards. What's along what you can and cannot say on a billboard? I assume you can't say nothing defamatory and you can't say fuck or that right? Or... I think I'll be all right then. That movie was so good. Absolutely. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I saw that. I think, I guess I had moved here. The story of a woman who, besides, it's not a comedy. It sounds like it right there, but it's not. It's a drama about a woman that puts three billboards up to call to attention her daughter's murder case. Um, I'm sure it's streaming somewhere free at this point since it's over a year and a half, two years old, so... Two years on this day, actually, now that I think, do the math out loud. So let's move on, Chris. On this day in 2016 in music history, the free Kesha campaign heats up after Kesha loses a legal battle with Dr. Luke. I met him once. Dr. Luke? Yeah. How was he? It was after all this. He had the beadiest eyes. Like you could just, you know when you look at someone, you're like, whoa. Yeah. They just peer into your soul and Mm -hmm. like, don't look in there. Which is a shame because I, I love a lot of the songs that he wrote, but that was just when you meet somebody and you can still remember what it feels like looking into their eyes. What's one song he wrote? Uh, Forever by the Veronicas, which is my favorite pop song of all time, but we'll move on from that as well because this is a rock station. Alternative rock. this day in history in 2010, WikiLeaks publishes the first classified documents disclosed by now Chelsea Manning. I'm often asked this question. What is the most single damning revelation uh, but that is not the real story of this material the real story of this material is that it's war it's one damn thing after another exposing a lot of our government and the shady things we all know they've been doing but now finally confirmed mm-hmm. on this date in 2001 race car legend Dale Earnhardt killed in the crash in the last lap of the Daytona 500 This is undoubtedly one of the toughest announcements that I've ever personally had to make. Uh, But after the accident and turn four at the end of the Daytona 500, uh, we've lost Dale Earnhardt. NASCAR has lost its greatest driver ever. And I personally have lost a great friend. 
my family, we watched that. We saw it happen. Crazy. I was, I was in a hotel when that happened, and I specifically remember the exact day of that. Richard Petty ended up winning that race. Remember him with his little cowboy hat, and as well as big cowboy hat, and his big old sunglasses that my dad wears? Oh, God. Did he celebrate? I don't know. I don't remember that part. It was kind of a somber day after that for the NASCAR family. On this day in 1987, the Girl Scouts decided to change from Girl Scout Green to Girl Scout Blue. And now all their uniforms are the new color of Girl Scout Blue. Oh. Can we move on now? Yes. yes. All right. On this day in 1979, <laughs> snow falls in the Sahara Desert. Known as one of the hottest places on Earth. It tends to snow there once every 40 years. So they're about due for another snow cap. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's about as long as it takes for me to get laid, too. God. <laughs> on this day in 1978, the first Iron Mayan triathlon is held in Kona, Hawaii, which have swimming, biking, and a full marathon. My brother's so into that. And the Tough mutter stuff, too. Oh, God. All his Facebook gives is pictures of him just... He's Mudding. too old for that stuff. Yeah. Just, like, out of breath and stuff. Like, wait a couple minutes, then use that photo as your default photo, <laughs> Derek. <laughs> Call my brother out. In 1954, on this day in history, the first Church of Scientology was established in, in Los Angeles. Here's one of their mission statements. And we of the church believe that man is basically good. That he is seeking to survive. That his survival depends upon himself and upon his fellows. And his attainment of brotherhood with the universe. Yeah, I had to join the Scientology community last night to get that clip. That was one of my entry videos. No. Because yeah. we scooted <laughs> by there yesterday. The, the Church of Scientology here in Kansas City. It's uh-huh. on Grand and like something over in the crossroads. And we looked over to our right and saw the logo and we went through a red light. <laughs> We're just like, forget it. I don't care if I die. Get me away from here. Yeah, I'm stuck now. So I heard, and I have no idea if it's true or not, so I'm going to go ahead and blast it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that they had a grand opening last year for that building that you're talking about that mm-hmm. you rode by, but they don't really, they're not really grand openings in the sense of come into our church and now this church is open. It's more of a political, or not political, um, like PR okay. move. Where they're like, oh, we're having a grand opening in Kansas City to drama, like, you know, get all kind of controversy in the news and things. But then they don't do anything with the building. They just buy up buildings and do this around the country. And then they do nothing with the buildings afterwards. There's an HBO documentary called Going Clear. It's a couple years old now, but it's about Scientology and the fact that they are not taxed so they can do all of this. All the money. All the money. I'll take that building. Let's turn it into a venue. (gasps) Although it is like basically across the street from Record Bar. Well, it won't be a music venue. It can be something else. We'll figure it out. Theater. Mm. I'm just inspired by the music that we're hearing right now. Burlesque Club. On yeah. this day okay, we'll in it. local history in 1930, in St. Louis, Elm Farm Ollie becomes the first cow to fly in an aircraft and also the first cow to be milked on an aircraft. <laughs> Here's one of the reasons that they decided that they decided was how they liked their cows. America's way of showing respect for milk. Science applied to the instinctive practices of eras long past. They were very into science, and they were very into cows at the moment, so they wanted to combine the two. So that's why they decided to milk a cow in an airplane. The the cow's name was originally Nellie J. And then after 
they flew. They were Sky Queen, which was my nickname in high school. (laughs) They did this for two reasons. Apparently to observe mid-air effects on animals, which I don't know why we need to do that in 1930, um, as well as for publicity. And apparently the milk that was milked (laughs) during that flight Mm -hmm. was carted up and sent to Charles Lindbergh. As a gift for him to drink? I mean, anything that has to do with airplanes. Was this before or after Amelia Earhart? Don't ask me questions like that. Okay, sorry. I believe this one. Well, actually, before. no, no, no. Hold on. Tie it. Tie it into what? Tie it into this cow no, milk. the Lindbergh baby. What am I thinking of? The Lindbergh baby was 27, I think. 1927. So it was after. So did they say? Ah, oh, 32. Ah, oh, dang it. But still. To replace the baby, they. Is that even related? The two Lindberghs? Oh, my God. Later, Buzz family, if you are in your car right now and you are not going to be able to listen to the radio coming up around 820, we're going to do a game called Stacy Makes Up Words. <laughs> and it's going to be great. But it will be on the podcast if you're listening right now, 965thebuzz.com slash podcasts. Because... Stacey's a dum-dum. Yeah, usually you do your research before. But... Uh, <laughs> not I'll, in the middle of... <laughs> also on this day in 1930, while studying photographs... Clyde Tombo discovers Pluto. Here's why he decided to name it Pluto. Well, Pluto is the god of the lower world, and uh, and Pluto was out there so far from the sun, so we thought that was an appropriate name. Is Clyde 900 years old? Yes. Sounded like it. Just be glad that I'm not at NASA. (laughs) You know what I'd name that planet. Taylor? Yep. (laughs) Taylor Swift's call me. That's what I would call (laughs) And then my phone number. On this day in 1855, Mark Twain's Adventures of Huckleberry Finn was published in the United States for the very first time. And also on this day in 1841, the first continuous filibuster in the Senate began. I have audio. It's 528 hours long. So we're going to, I've got permission from Blaslo to play this. No, you didn't. The entire, this is going to end March 11th. Let's go. So, vacation. He's already hoarse, and today was day one. Stace, what's a filibuster? When you talk until the council gives up. Hey, I'll take that. Ding, ding, ding. I was waiting for her to say talk until the cows milked in in midair, but... No, very proud of you. Yeah, it is where it's a debate that is used sometimes to delay or totally prevent a decision. Yeah. Just keep talking and talking and talking. If you need to keep Ted Day, you filibuster. That's right. We should do that one day. Filibuster? Yeah. At a city council meeting? Oh, no, here. Uh, Never mind. Okay. Uh, we can do that now. Actually, that is what we do. In this. <laughs> it's not like we have anything to say anyway. Okay, hello. <laughs> 100 years ago, front page of the Kansas City, Kansas, February 18th, 1920. Now, remember that prohibition has been a law for only 33 days. But anybody who's ever tried to go sober, you know, at some point, you're like, all right, way before 33 days. I can't do this. Forget it. Where's the booze? So this is from the Kansas City, Kansas, February 18th, 1920. It's titled Many Home Stills. A potential eye-opener lies dormant in every can of peaches, pears, plums, and whatnots in Miss Housewives' pantry shelves. Former congressman, I love this guy's name, Dudley Doolittle, 
receives an average of 20 letters a day containing tips where homemade stills will be found in Kansas. Doolittle holds the title of Prohibition Commissioner of Kansas. Best name ever. Dudley Doolittle. I think there's a wrestler named that. Or was. Can I change my radio name? Actually, Stace. Dudley Doolittle. Great. For the rest of the day. Great. Uh, The strict enforcement of federal dry laws, plus many deaths throughout the country from drinking whiskey containing wood alcohol, is causing a sudden spring up of kitchen stills. That's them making homebrew at home. I have reports of extremely lively drinks being made from peaches, apricots, raisins, cherries, and even potatoes, says Doolittle. So far, no one has wanted a strong drink strong enough to make it of onions. It's like the only fruit or vegetable that they haven't been making. Hmm. Onion, vodka. What narcs, man? Yeah, people are writing letters being like, my neighbor, Dudley Doolittle, Dudley Doolittle, my neighbor's making homebrew. Terrible Nancy. And you gotta like invite people into their homes. It's not like people are posting this on Facebook, but if it was 100 years uh, if they had Facebook back then, you know, it'd be a picture of people sitting there with their bathtub gin going like, making bathtub gin, F you government. All right. Unofficial holidays. <laughs> okay. Well, it's the 18th time we've moved on. <laughs> uh, I've got some wine for y'all. It's drink wine day. Would you like some? I know it's 630 in the morning. Hey, it's five o'clock somewhere. Jordan's got to get all her booze in. Yeah, that's true. You should have some of this. Oh, yeah, booze is what they take away, too. Keep going. It's also Pluto Day. Do you know why? I talked no. about it earlier. <laughs> no. <laughs> why is it Pluto Day? Because they discovered Pluto on this day. And, Jordan, this one is for you as well because of your Vega bondage coming up. <laughs> it is Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. Ice oh, my cream. God. <laughs> What's your favorite ice cream? Chocolate chip cookie dough. What do you mean, ill? Well, two of the best things you have to give up. Ice cream and cookie dough. <laughs> you never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. Stay so are you all set? Are you unpacked at your new place? Mostly. There's still some boxes, but most everything is, is unpacked. Hmm. Okay. Well, so, that's pretty fast. Yeah. I think. Uh, it's all right. But you know how... When you move into a new place, there's certain things missing that you didn't really know you needed until you moved into the new place. Yes. One time I lost the game of life. I don't know where it is. From one place to another place, not even that far of a drive, I never found my game of life again. Like the actual board game? Or yes. Your... Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is not metaphoric. Okay. <laughs> this is like, like literally the board game was missing. Well, but yeah, there always seems to be something that's missing when you move. Right. So I had a thing very important that I needed. So... I ordered it on Amazon so I get it quick. It was supposed to be delivered yesterday. Mm-hmm. Waiting for it. Really excited to have it. Did not get delivered yesterday. Okay? Uh-huh. Whole point of ordering on Amazon was to have it that day. Yeah. So I call Amazon. I'm like, hey, where is this thing? It was supposed to be delivered. Where is it? It's very important that I have this. So going on and on. I'm on the phone with her for probably about 20 minutes. And she goes, you know... It's. I need this. Yeah. I need this thing. As I moved into a new apartment, I'm without it. I can only imagine what the hell this is. She goes, well, I'm looking at your account. And are we talking about the wax warmer? <laughs> I needed my wax warmer. 
Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. I'll get that fixed really soon so it'll say Chris Minders and the news. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. What's going on? All right. There's going to be some closures on Interstate 70. Like it's going to be completely shut down at 435 in Independence area. It'll begin at 10 p.m. this Friday, the 21st, until Monday, 5 a.m. They're going to demolish the old Interstate 435 bridges. So they're going to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Are they building new bridges in one day? Or are we good? We don't need them? Well, they're going to... They're gonna I don't go to Independence. Demolish them <laughs> over the weekend, and then I'm sure they're going to completely shut it more down eventually when they have to rebuild it back up. But this weekend, <laughs> that I-70 area... East of the city-ish will not be viable. It's going to suck. God. Bad. <laughs> Oof. Okay, thank you for that note. <laughs> yes. Because that, you know, people got plans here in the city, and I don't know who does, but plans out in Independence. <laughs> I thought I'd give you a few days' notice. Thank you. Thank you. What else is going on in the news? In the most breaking news, stop what you're doing. Remember this moment in history. Oh, God. What? Billie Eilish has stopped reading Instagram comments. What? Here is why she said so. I stopped reading comments because it was ruining my life. It's weird. Like, the cooler the things you get to do are, the more people hate you. It's crazy. Just the internet is a bunch of trolls, you know? It's like, the problem is a lot of it's really funny. (laughs) I think that's the issue. That's why nobody really stops, because it's funny. I'm with her. It hurts. It hurts your feelings. It hurts your feelings. It does. I, I mean, I know a lot of people that don't look at the things that they put that are put out there with their names. Like they, they'll have. You can turn your name off of Twitter and Instagram. It blocks anything that has your name on it. Oh, wow! So I just did all of the Jordan Silver socks. Jordan Silver should die. <laughs> Jordan Silver go back to L.A. Like all of that. And now I only see the good stuff. <laughs> so you have the Trump filter. Moving on to story number three. Christopher, what do you got? Larry Burgess. Okay. A Kansas man is facing decades in prison because he was growing a plant. He's been suffering from a seizure disorder that has made him unable to leave his home. He's tried every medical prescription doctors would throw his way, and he found out that cannabis would work for him. He could leave his home, join his community again. He posted on Facebook that he was able to live his life. But he had a picture of a THC product with him. So police raided his home, found the one plant, and charged him with possession in Kansas, which doesn't have the nicest penalties for that. He's currently living in Colorado Springs awaiting trial, but I think we need to bring attention to this and how ridiculous the charges he's facing when look what's happening in the country. Hear, hear, Chris. Hear, hear. Wow, you don't sound enthusiastic. Hear, hear! Jordan Silver on the bus. Do you guys remember what year you guys got a smartphone? A smartphone? Mm-hmm. 2008? I think that BlackBerry Touch was my first smartphone. Can we even count that as a smartphone at this point? Anything BlackBerry? Yeah. That was a smartphone. Uh, Jim from The Office did the ad for it, and it, it was no different than the iPhone. Um, yes, it was. How? You couldn't go on the internet and watch videos from straight up from the beginning. The iPhone, you could watch music videos. I remember because I got the first one and then I showed people that at work. I was like, look at this. I can watch this Tegan and Sarah video in my hand. It was amazing technology. Mm. And since then, in the past 10 years with smartphones, so much stuff has changed. 
You can track your pizza from Domino's. You can literally see your driver with your pizza. <laughs> I don't get how they do that. I don't get how it took them so long to do that. Right? Do you get for Androids? Oh, God, that's right. <clears throat> do you guys have an app which iPhone users have called Find Friends? Basically, someone shares their location with you, location of their phone, and until they stop sharing their location, you know exactly where the hell they are. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, it's called Find Friends. I know so many couples that use Find Friends. Ew. Yeah, isn't that? Like, I don't even know where you are 24-7. Plus, you don't need to know where I am 24-7. Why do you need to know? And you just go on your phone, find people that have opened themselves up to being found, and you just say, hey, I found you on my phone. Do you want to be friends? No, 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 no. People that you are already friends with share their location. Well, then you're already friends with them. What does that matter? But it, fo- it tells you where they are at at every moment. Like, I've got a friend right here. Like the Snapchat map. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like the Snapchat map. Okay. Except for this is always on your phone. And I know so many couples that use this. And I'm like, that's like too far. That's too much. Right? It's too much. I mean, you guys never stray from your partners anyway. So it's like. Yeah, I, I don't. You know I've been away are. from him for about, I don't know, two hours now. And I'm starting to itch. Like I need to. I, is that the herpes? <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. Oh. All aboard the TMI train. This is Never Have I Ever. My friends and I played our version of this game over the weekend, and they were quite scared of the cards that we have used to answer. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but this is Never Have I Ever. Every Tuesday at this time, we embarrass our parents and whoever else is close to us. (laughs) Thankfully, it's my cat, so he doesn't care because he doesn't speak English. Um, But if you... As a Buzz family, have any stories to go along with the cards that we pick? Shoot us a text with the story to 96500, and maybe we will read it on air. But, Christopher, you jumped to the chance mm-hmm. to go first. So, uh, what's your first card? Never have I ever realized who my worst friend was. Yes, we all have. Okay, Chris, you got a story? Yeah, I was planning a night with a friend, and then uh, she texted me that she wasn't going, that she was sick. And then later that night, I found out on Instagram that she actually went to the party. What a jerk. Yeah, without ever telling me. That's Leaving awful. Me I'm sorry. Wow. When did this happen? Just a couple of months ago. <gasps> Who was it? Yeah, at emo night. Emo night? <laughs> Jordan. You talking about me? I am talking I about you. I am your worst friend. Becky F. was your friend and your teacher. And she broke that teacher friend, Mary Kay Letourneau rule, law. How am I your worst friend just because I had a miracle and was able to walk again, and so that's why I went to emo night? Oh, it's a miracle. That's it? That's where, like, if I am your worst friend, that scares me, because it either means you have no friends, which also scares me. Is accurate? Oh, damn. All right. We're, mm. get, we're getting to the bottom of some stuff. Mm, Stacey, Jordan, that pick, pick a card, Stacey. Yikes. Uh, never have I ever found the best F.U. song. I don't think I have quite yet. Stacy has. Chris has uh, is thinking about it. Says that he has. Stace, what's your fu song? Um, one of the best songs ever to just shove in someone's face is by Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes called "I Hate You." Hmm. It's, Can you sing a little bit of it for us? No. Come on. It's not radio friendly. 
Never have I ever had something innocent remind me of booze. Absolutely, yes. Anytime I smell cinnamon, I think of Fireball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Red Bull, I can't even smell it. It makes me sick. That Was that your drink of choice before? Rum and Red Bull. Damn, who puts rum in there? Yeah, Might as well be who don't like vodka. Ooh, who doesn't like vodka? This one. All right. Chris? Orange juice. What was the question? Had <laughs> something remind me of booze. All right. Well, yeah, because one, the, the, one of the first times I actually got drunk, I think I had a shot of orange juice and a cup of vodka, two of them, who back to back. uses those as... Measuring. I don't know, terms. but that's the people who I was with were weren't good people. Yeah, sounds like it. These are awful people that give you drinks when you're underage. Yes. Same equivalent of your awful friend who was sick and then miraculously miraculously recovered. You're never gonna let that go. What about, what can I do to make this better? I just want to hang out with you. Like oh, that's the one thing I can't do. Wow. All right, pick a card, Chris. Any card. I won't look. Never have I ever had money actually buy me happiness. <gasps> okay, it looks like we all have. Whoa, Stace. You jumped up there. Jerry from KC Pet Project. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> How much did Jerry cost? Uh, 75 because he was on sale. <laughs> was he on sale because of the Stacey Moody discount? No, it, the KC Pet Project was doing a... Buy cats because we have too many sales. Oh, yeah. That's not what they call it at KC Pet Project, <laughs> no. but that is the underlining theme. Sometimes every year that happens. Chris, um, it was actually a gift that you gave me that made me feel so much better. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I bought um, that, that backpack that you Aww. got me. Good. The, the Supreme slash Louis Vuitton backpack. I was going through a breakup, and I was like, who is this? Hello. <laughs> Sleep in my bed. And, and it did. It did. Yeah, it yes, still it does. <laughs> Never have I ever, aw, found something that always makes me cry. Okay. <laughs> Stacy and I have. Chris has not. Stace. The ending to Big Fish. Okay. Every time it gets me. Every single time. I can't see men cry. Grown men cry. I don't even care what it's about. And I see a grown man cry, and I just lose it. Same with my mom. If I, my mom cries for any reason, happy or sad, I'm, I lose it. Wow. I'm the exact opposite. When my mom cries, I'm like, yes, man, you take that! One, two, three. All aboard the TMI train. This is Never Have I Ever. From the last round, the question was something that makes you cry every single time someone texted in, a member of the Buzz family. I don't agree with much of what Stacey Moody says. Agree. Yes, I'm with you. But as a 32-year-old man, I can't agree more that Big Fish is the only movie that makes me cry. Oh, my God. That movie tears me up. I haven't seen it in a long time. Mm, so good. All right. Moving on with Never Have I Ever. Never Have I Ever Heard a Weird Rumor About Myself. Ooh. All right. Stacy and I have. Chris has not. That's because Chris doesn't have any friends, and we learned this in the first round. It's true. Stacy, what was your rumor? Mine was weird and was told to me by a boyfriend at the time that he heard in high school. This is well after high school. But he said, I heard that at a party one time, you took a guy, or guy by guy, up to a room, had sex with them, and then came back down, grabbed another guy, 
had set, did this all night. And I'm like, I wish I had the stamina for that ever. But what? This is definitely not true. Definitely, definitely exactly like I said, where we embarrass our parents. <laughs> What's your mom feel about hearing the story on the radio? <laughs> I, Even though it's not true. I, 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 it's, it's baffling. Wow. There were not that many dudes in high school that I would have had sex with. Um, I, I once had a friend use my photos to catfish someone else. And I remember the quote as to why they picked me. And it is burned into my mind. It was, quote, I needed somebody who wasn't like really ugly, but also wasn't very good looking. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Put that on my tombstone, by the way. Which part? The part that says... She wasn't really, like, ugly, but wasn't very good-looking either. Found it. Found that thing. To put on my tombstone. We are playing Never Have I Ever, and uh, Chris, it is your turn to pick a card. Go ahead. Never Have I Ever clipped my toenails in the living room. I mean... Oh, all of us have. Yeah, of course. I less... Clip them, more of just rip them off. Oh, right. That's the next card. Stacey, go pick a card right now. Start talking. Start talking. Through the laughs, start Never talking. Have I ever found a food I refuse to eat? Yes. All three of us. Stace, what's your food? Celery. Why? Oh, It's, it's so most, good. Duh. It's not. Yes, it's it is. the most disgusting thing ever made. No, it's not. Those are Brussels sprouts. Uh-uh. Ooh. No. Mm-mm. Don't even. Chris? Uh, anything that basically a fruit or vegetable that's with a crunch. If it's got a cellular crunch, I can't eat it like onion. Stacy said celery. Ooh, onions. Uh, I love so- onions and celery. Nom, nom, nom. Gross. That sounds like a perfect soup. <laughs> soup. Soup is gross. Soup is great. You kidding me? On a cold winter's day after ice skating? What are you in a Hallmark you can movie go right to now? Yes, and get a sample of soup. See, there we go. One nineteenth and uh, row. They've got soups. So you can go get a sample of it. Why is every oh? Why is everything there? That's also where Diamonds Direct is. All right. Uh, uh, oh my god. <laughs> never have I ever fought with someone on the internet. Of course. All the yes. time. Yes. This is what I used to do all the time. Mine was about the whole Michelle Carter case. I would just be like, read more into the Michelle Carter case before you sit here and ruin this girl's life. Her parents were awful. His parents were awful. That's why that happened. Wow. What? It's true. Read more into... That's the thing about news. You got to read everything about it. You got whored into that story. Like, you became one of those people... You became leave Michelle alone, almost. Yes, because her life is ruined. She is never going to be able to go out and do anything, ever, at least in America. She's going to have to move all because... She can dye her hair, change her name. She's fine. No, are you kidding me? Not with the way that the internet ridicules people. Like when she got out of jail early for good behavior because she's a good person. And that's why you get out of jail for good behavior because you're a good person. And you made a mistake, a stupid text message that had 1% to do with the case, with this poor kid killing himself. And now your life is ruined. Are we playing Never Have I Ever or discussing the Michelle Carter case? <laughs> it's my show. I can do what I want. Wow. All right, go ahead. Never Have I Ever waited to tip someone until they could see me tipping. Of course. I feel like this is an episode of Seinfeld. We all said, yes, we have. 
I tried tipping someone, I believe it was $60 at an Applebee's after the waitress called me a cheap ass for only ordering the half price appetizers. And I wanted to see her face when she saw the large tip, but my wife made us walk away. I couldn't see it. Okay, hold on. Somebody called you a cheap ass. Mm-hmm. Which kind of are. <clears throat> and you gave, to, to counter that, you gave them a $60 tip? Yeah, so they would feel guilty about it. Okay. Cheap ass. Uh, you're the che- <laughs> cheapest you mother. Jordan Silver on the bus. So on the show, Jordan Silver and Friends, we talk about therapy and how important it is if you are lucky enough to be able to do it. To go somewhere and have somebody just kind of sit with you and talk, you talk about your life. Usually the person uh, has some really good advice, depending on how good the therapist is. Well, I've always been the kind of person that's like, go to therapy. If, if, you, if you're feeling bad, go to therapy. Um, and I've always been very open about the fact that I have been going to therapy for so long. For so, and it has been very helpful. So I remember when, when I lived um, in L.A., my friend was having a rough year. And she was like, you know, you're always talking about how helpful this is. I'm going to go. I'm going to find somebody and, like, do this. And I was like, good for you. And so it's been so helpful for her. And for me, I like my therapist to be older because I have mommy issues, which are obvious. You know, like I want a mom telling me that everything's going to be all right. But my friend went and saw a therapist that's only a couple years older than she is. You know, and we all have what we're comfortable with, you know, if, if a female wants to talk to a male, a male wants to talk to a female, you know, you just have to be comfortable. And, and therapists know that. Yesterday, I woke up to the craziest text I have ever received. And it went from my friend. My therapist died. Whoa. Her therapist died in L.A. And so... She sent me the story. Her therapist was murdered <gasps> in the Hollywood Hills. What? Yeah, it's this big story that I think they're doing on E and everything now. But this is this was my friend's therapist, and she had an appointment with her yesterday. Oh my god! So this therapist, I guess, had a stalker ex boyfriend who broke into her house and threw her off the balcony. And this was my friend's therapist, and the woman is thirty eight. Was thirty eight. It's oh kind of the craziest story. That is like some TV show stuff. And that's that's Hollywood for you. And it was interesting because I remember when uh, my friend found out that she was dating Drew Carey. Because Drew Carey's name is brought into this new story, if you see it anywhere on the news. Uh, we, were, we were laughing because we are like, that is so Hollywood. You know, like, look where we live in Los Angeles where your therapist is dating Drew Carey. But... Crazy, crazy that this guy broke into her house, pushed her off the balcony, and yeah. Oh my god! Isn't that the craziest story? And my friend, you pushed her off the balcony. My friend's like, I don't, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I'm very sad for like the tragedy of it, but also like, I'm gonna need a therapist to get me through this therapist thing. A therapist for the therapist. Yeah. Do you have to go to the funeral before you book another appointment? Well, the sad part was that she didn't even find out through anybody who was representing the therapist that she had found it on Instagram. She found out that her therapist had been murdered on Instagram. She got no cancellation call? No, because she had an appointment with her yesterday. <sighs> and now my friend's like, what am I going to do? Like, 
she has a lot of information on me, you know, because they always, always sit there and write down all that oh, information. Yeah. And I was like, don't worry. It's not like they're going to sell that at an estate sale, you know. Like, I'll take this clock. I'll take this. And I'll take this girl's. I'll take this girl's <laughs> permanent <time>. shot. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. All right, Christopher Newsboy, Minders. Tell us what's going on in the news. Both the directions of I-70 will be closed at I-435 in Independence starting Friday. The closure will begin at 10 p.m. until 5 a.m. Monday so they can demolish the old bridge. Westbound 70 will be closed from 291 and 435, and eastbound 70 will be closed at 435. All right, make your plans to scoot around that. Nothing. Nothing? I went scooting yesterday. It was amazing. Scoot season. All right, go ahead. Kansas City Road road crews are working to repair a street at North Kansas City Avenue in Northeast Russell after a sinkhole appeared Monday afternoon. A family was driving in their new Lexus they had owned for less than two weeks, drove over a puddle, ended up being a little deeper than they expected. There was a water main break that swept out the entire underside and caused the collapse big enough for the front end of the SUV to fit inside. Are they okay? The family's okay. It was just minor damage, but their SUV that they just bought will be have to be repaired. Oh, are you more sad about that than the road? Yeah, when you buy a brand new car and then it gets damaged. Well, and it's... you're not supposed to buy brand new. The second that it comes off of the lot, it's already depreciated That's in true. value. You should buy at least 25-year-old vehicles. <laughs> no, don't listen to that advice either. Go ahead, Chris. All what right. else is going on in the news? Apple announced that they won't meet its second quarter financial goals because people were dying of the coronavirus, so they couldn't make as many iPhones. But they want their stockholders not to worry. They have replaced those individuals, and they will start to ramp up production. But there may be an iPhone shortage coming up. (laughs) This is the big... This is what Apple's worrying about? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Gotta make those quarter goals. Wow. I am a stockholder in Apple. (laughs) I'm pissed. (laughs) Maybe the... No. Don't worry. They've replaced the people who died. And they will be making more soon. What do you think's going on in your Android factory anyway? At least they're not coming out and publicly saying it. Yeah, I'm t- exactly. <laughs> Just wait. Well, the little alien in Rachel, Nevada, announced the Rachel Alien stock in 2020 on its website. They've announced dates for September 10th, 11th, and 12th. For what? For the Rachel Alien Stock 2020. And you remember last year when that meme was going around, it said, Storm, Area 51, yeah. they can't stop us all. So they had a few festivals in that time to capitalize on the publicity of that. And they want to make another festival. And they said they are hoping the festival works out. But there might be complications that will force them to postpone it until next year. You remember when that Storm Area 51 thing happened and these people were just like running on on film with their arms like that? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. That's Jordan Silver and Friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. So over the weekend, I had Chris watch something that I was watching, and I wanted to know, since we were so opposite when it came to our opinion on The Circle on Netflix, I absolutely hated the show and hated all the people on that. Did you watch it, Stace? No, but I I feel like I would agree with you on that. Thank you. The, the Circle is a reality show where people are in a room, they're like, basically, they're, they're alone in a room, and they have to communicate with each other 
via a social networking It's so app. good. Oh, it's so awful. No. The people no. are so stupid. No, the psychological <laughs> factor is, is there, enthralling. There's no psychological factor based into that. I mean, once you saw Love is Blind on Netflix, the new reality dating show on Netflix... You can't tell me that there was even any depth to the circle. Are you kidding me? No. You want to talk about the depth in Love is Blind? Yes. Which was one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. No, no, no. The shallow vapidness of these people and the problems that they have saying, oh, I didn't really know you haven't been telling me the whole truth. You've known each other for three days. Yeah, but at least they got to know each other. At least they were having conversations. Basically, Please. all people did on the circle was send emojis and LOLs back and forth. Here is Buzz Family. Uh, if you haven't heard of this, this is a little bit from the trailer of Love is Blind on Netflix. I've met the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. I've never seen her before. Here, you will choose someone to marry. Hello. Nice to hear from you. Okay. Say see ya. Without ever seeing her. If you're ready to find the love of your life. Game time. The pods are now open. What kind of work do you do? So what are some of your biggest turnoffs? So what are you looking for in a woman? Ethnicity, race, physical appearance. None of that matters. I'm really starting to emotionally connect with you. This could be a remarkable love story. So, it is on Netflix. It's called Love is Blind, and there's different rounds to it, which I find very interesting. The first round, they put a bunch of women and a bunch of men, all good-looking, by the way. There's no buddy that's, like, missing an eye, which they should always do that on every reality show, but they don't. Um, they put them in these different pods where they can't see each other, and they can convert. They can only converse. And then through that, they learn each other's personalities over the course of two days and decide if they are going to marry Someone and people do propose. People even say, I love you. Um, so then, once that happens, then they can actually meet each other and see what they look like. Round two of Love is Blind on Netflix, they get to go on vacation together and see if they can get to know each other physically. Ugh. Round three, which there's no episodes for yet because it comes out every Thursday, um, they bring the couples into their real life and the cameras follow them around to see how this all plays out once other influences are involved and round four is the wedding which happens 40 days after they've met that's less than 90 day fiance it is a middle school trifled dramatic disaster okay first off this is less time these 40 days less time than stacy moody and her boyfriend so let's even start there (laughs) okay second off you actually get to know these people. I don't hate them. No, you don't. I don't know why I don't hate them. You, they get to show the best 5% of their personality that they get to cultivate into response sayings back at them. They, that is not the truth themselves at all. It's so shallow. No, it's definitely not as shallow as the circle. The circle was, They weren't again, trying to marry someone after five days. Yeah, but they were trying to become the most popular and coolest so they didn't get kicked off the circle. Which is a better point than trying to find some random person that you want to date basically based off a Tinder profile. No, not based off of a Tinder profile. That was the whole point that it was the opposite of that. You sit in a room where you don't get to see the other person and you converse and you get to know people's personalities and fall in love that way. That's what's important, isn't it? What would have happened if you would have married every single person that you started talking with after the first night you had that, oh, I've connected them so well. If you would have married them, it would have ended in disaster every single time. Um, You've been watching the show. There's five episodes on Netflix right now of Love is Blind. 
there are the people are already in love. There's some couples that I feel like are gonna make it the whole uh, way. Point in case, one of the later arguments, uh, one of the females was saying, "How could you do this to me? How could you portray yourself as that way?" Because really, he, that's your complaint. He portrayed himself that way. Isn't the whole thing about when you start dating someone the first mm, probably month? You're on edge and you're like trying to be the best uh, version of yourself. No, no, they fast forward through that. This happens in like two days. That's what I'm saying. saying. These people have even less time to become real with each other, right? No, because they're just literally sitting in these pods for two days. And And all they have to do is talk with each other. Particular people have gone decades without finding love and they're willing to just turn it up and find out of. Three or four people that they're going to marry after not even seeing or knowing. Sometimes you get desperate, Chris. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. All right, Stacey Moody just telling the story about how she was celebrity sighted <laughs> yeah, this weekend. And I was like, okay, girl. Okay. She's like, had my first celebrity sighting. Stace, were you the celebrity? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Keep growing that head because we're about to pop it. This is what I have to do. I have to psych myself up. Be like, Stacey, you're still you're still a good person, even though what you is about are. to happen. You're a very good person. Oof. Apparently, you didn't pay attention in eighth grade English class. That's totally fine. Several Who paid English. attention in eighth grade English class? Not well. I didn't pay attention in math class because I only gave us nine <laughs> examples instead of ten. But you know what? Life is hard, and let's just move the focus over to Stacey Moody over here. Couple. Weeks ago, you made up a word and we were crying. <laughs> yeah, you could, I could not finish my story. We tried three times for my story and you couldn't handle it. Right. So I decided let's do a little game like this. So what's going to happen is Chris is going to read a word mm-hmm. from literally eighth grade English class. Say, so you just tell us what it means. He's got a sentence for you and everything. And for everyone that you get wrong... Mm-hmm. We'll give out a pair of tickets to the Buzz family for World of Wheels happening this weekend at Bartle, Bartle Hall. Hall. Bartel Hall. Isn't that how you pronounced it? There is a drugstore in Seattle called Bartels. So, mm. excuse me for living in other places, unfortunately. How dare you? All right. Chris, mm-hmm. you are going to lead this. Just yes, give her the word. Stace, then you give us the, uh, what the hell you think the word means. This is eighth grade. Got this from an eighth grade English class. All right, Stacy, what is the word nefarious? What's the definition of the word nefarious, Stace? That is, it's uh, like not true. It's it's uh, different than. <laughs> That's false. It is extra evil. Yes. Chris That's is worried said. about. Jordan's possible nefarious attitude that he is going to have to deal with after she goes on her junk food detox starting at noon today. Yes, there's your sentence. Wait, can I can I have it in a sentence before I answer the? Now you can. Sure, go ahead. <gasps> All right, let's go. Keep going. Uh, this is Stacy Moody doing an eighth grade English class. Just tell us what the word means, Stace. Okay. Behoove. What's the sentence? Jordan is always disappointed by the lack of show prep that Stacy does not feel behooved to do. <laughs> Accurate. Um, oh! All right, too much time. Behooved. What does it mean? A duty or responsibility. Okay, Stace. Oh, I was. That's not even what I was going to say anyway. So. <laughs> that's why I hit the bang. <laughs> the but the bump. Okay. Oh. Non sequitur. 
sentence. I ain't gonna help you, girl. Stacy <laughs> is queen of the non sequiturs on Jordan Silver and Friends. Um, the amazing parts of the show. The S that don't make sense. <laughs> Accurate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So so far, giving out three pairs of passes to World of Wheels this weekend. Let's keep going, Stacy Moody. Just tell us what this eighth grade word means. Cart Blanche. Um, the cart that is used to wheel around your cat. I will accept that. <laughs> it is not true at all, but you know what? <laughs> no. Our beloved leader, Jordan, has to create boundaries for the show. Otherwise, Stacy and I would make the show carte blanche. Awful. Stupid. Complete freedom. You would just go crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Next word. Pontificate. Poop. <laughs> Often, Stacy Moody will pontificate about a certain topic. Also true. I'll poop about it. <laughs> the correct answer is to speak or behave in a pompous way. Yes. <laughs> pontificate. All right, Stace. All right. Quid pro quo. Oh, my God. I really should know this, and I never... I, uh, it's the... This for that for, like, what, in order of what has to happen, right? Like, this for that, like, this happens, so this can happen, something like that. Something along there. close. You need to stop saying the last part. This, this for that? I'll accept that. All right, okay, yeah. This for that, quid pro pro quo. Giving something in exchange for getting something, it is illegal for Stacey Moody to engage in quid pro quo with the Buzz family. Don't, you can't give them tickets to stuff. For favors. Oh, and you were supposed God. to take that test. Have you not taken the test yet? What's the next one? Oh, God. Clandestine. <sighs> Can I get the sentence? Chris and Stacy have a clandestine text threat that they leave Jordan out of. Hmm. Um, uh, a good one? It means... Uh, okay. Secret, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being left out of this. All right, I believe this is... Oh, two more, two, two more. more left. Stacy Moody is just learning. <laughs> We're just having her go through this eighth grade. The, the, English no textbook. eighth grader is learning and knowing these words. I bet if we had an eighth grader in here, they would be getting one hundred percent on this. Two more questions left. Whatever. All Stacy has to do is give us the definition of these eighth grade words. Benevolent. Mm. Jordan Silver is our benevolent leader. Can you guess who wrote the sentence? Jesus. Um. <laughs> Wonderful, good, because you wrote it. Uh, expressing kind feelings or generosity towards another. I'm generous. Thank you. Wow. I'm generous. Uh, that was a misleading sentence. I also I would have like taken I... sexy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Move on to the last one, please. And Stacey Moody is just trying to guess what this word the means. The last one is anomaly. Oh, I know this one. It's an incubus song. We'll accept it? Yeah, we'll accept it. That is, yes. Also, deviant of normal or common. But it is kind of an incubus song. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. I don't think we've ever done anything like this for Mortified. I wanted to take it into the modern time. Everything we've done for Mortified has been something we wrote as children or something we've done in the past. And... 
I feel like this fits really well. My friend told me about this app that's a sleep tracker. Basically, what you do is you hit record, you'll go to bed, and it tracks the sound that happens in your bedroom at night. And so it'll like record the whole thing, but it'll only put together, once you hit the end of the app, all the sounds and tell you what time these weird sounds happen. Hmm. So I'm thinking we should do this for Mortified. We all do this tonight. We got to record ourselves tonight? Yes, tonight. Hit record before you go to bed with the sleep track app. And then for Mortified tomorrow at 725-ish, we will play it back. See what happens in our rooms in the middle of the night. Hmm. So we're each going to have eight hours of audio and it's going to condense it? Yeah, it's going to condense it down to whatever sounds are made. Okay. For, for the most part, when my friend sent me the example, there's only like three or four sounds in that whole, good for you for getting eight hours of sleep. I, that's what I was <laughs> like, who's getting eight hours? Combined here? Yeah, right. You, your baby, and your wife. Yeah. Combined, get eight hours of sleep. But yeah, when you go to bed tonight, hit record on the thing, and then bring the audio in tomorrow, and we're going to play it for Mortified at 725. Ooh. Are you ready? I wonder what kind of... Oh, I wonder what kind of new sounds the new apartment has. I'm worried. I'm yeah? worried for you. I mean, this is this is kind of we never we don't know what's going on when we're sleeping. That's true. It could be. Do any of us talk in our sleep or anything? I've heard that I have, but I don't think I do. Well, we're gonna find out tomorrow. Mortified seven twenty five, where we bring in our audio from the sleep tracker app. <laughs> kind of scared. I'm scared too. You got to bring it in, though. I don't think I have anything to worry about. Why not? Because I don't, I don't, I've never, I, I snore. That's about it. Can't wait to hear how loud you snore. I may or may not wake people up. With your snoring? Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait to hear that. <laughs> Sound like a train? Pretty much. <laughs> Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.